We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Then you can go whenever you want. Here we go. In three, two. Hello, everybody. It is time for Courtside with Christy and Gabe on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. I am Christy Winter Scott, joined as always by my guy, the newly married Gabe Ibrahim. Gabe, welcome back, my friend. I'm very glad to be back and flashing my ring like <laughs> uh, like I, I'm no longer a single lady because I'm not. Uh, <laughs> she put a ring on you. Oh, she, she put, put a, a ring, ring on, on me. <laughs> yeah, you know, in my she she uh, really locked me down in all of my uh, very very high earning potential here in the, in the women's <laughs> basketball realm. No, my wife is amazing, and I'm, we had a lovely time, and I appreciate everyone's patience with uh, not being here last week. And um, yeah, I appreciate everyone hanging out and seeing my wonderful dog. If you haven't seen the picture of my dog, oh I'm my a pin- gosh, I need to pin it to my profile because it is the cutest pin thing it. I've ever seen. My my dog, as uh, as Christy said when we got on, oh my um, gosh, ate up the show. He knew he, he was the show. He ate it up. He was so sweet. Oh my gosh, a full on smile. Like I, when uh, my three kids were toddlers, it was hard to get all three of them to smile at once. And and there he was, Siggy, with the biggest smile in the history of all the dogs on earth. I mean, just a glorious grin. He was so cute and happy. It was, <laughs> he, it was a happy day. He's a happy dog. So he, um, he was also up there in the ceremony. He was the ring bearer. Um, he was just eating grass the entire time. So there was no other good <laughs> pictures of him, but he had a great time. We all had a great time and very glad to be back. Um, so Christy, uh, what did I miss? Did I miss anything important? Anything happening in the WNBA right now? Oh, nothing. You know, just, just, uh, you know, the playoffs looming. The, and, uh, and you know, nothing. 
and the uh, Brianna Stewart injury and the Maris Donsis injury and uh, a Phoenix is suddenly now like the three seed, I guess. Is that, is that what's going to happen? Um, hey. I think the, the mystics got a win over the, uh, over the sky. I did watch some of that. That was yeah. weird. Cause I did not on expect that to happen on the yeah. road after on the road. The, after the season they've had to kind right. of easily, they kind of easily won that game for three quarters. Um, was crazy. I, I think, you know, that's, that seems to be a lot. So I've missed a lot. And <laughs> I think, um, you know, where I want to start is obviously where we always start um, with right. the Mystics. So as we mentioned, this team won against Chicago, puts them in the driver's seat for the playoffs. They have a massive game at New York on yeah. Friday. Absolutely. However, we were greeted with the news in, in our inbox this morning that Coach Mike Tebow uh, has entered health and safety protocols. He tested positive for COVID. He yeah. is feeling fine. Apparently, he's fully vaccinated. So, you know, he's 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 doing well, um, but he will not be there for the next two games. And, right. I mean, doesn't this just sum up the entire season for I this mean, team? Yes. I mean, my goodness, it's like uh, the push-pull, the stop and start again um, with not just the player rotation, but now the coaching rotation has changed. Uh you know, Ariel Atkins missed the last two games. Uh, someone passed, and her grandmother actually passed away. So condole- condolences to uh, Ariel and her family for that. Um, but then now Mike Tebow will miss a couple of games. But, man, I, I guess it's it's not a huge adjustment for this team, having gone through so much adversity in terms of players in and out of the lineup. Also, um, you know, the health of, of players. It, it's scary to have coach Tebow in this situation. Um, I did send him a, a quick message and, and wished him well and, and prayers mm-hmm. of love and health. And, and he said, thanks. It's just bad timing. You know, I can't, couldn't believe it. And the thing about it, like the, the safety protocols have been in place, you know, across the league and, and across the country for that matter. And it's just, you know, to hear Natasha cloud today, be very adamant and saying, that it's time to think about other people, you know, and the, the mask. Can I, are... can I say her full, can I say her full quote really quick? Sure. <laughs> of the unvaccinated, she said, at what point do you stop being an asshole? I may yeah. have to bleep that later, but that is 100% yeah. true. Sorry. She said that. I just wanted to get the full, the full quote. No. And she says it and think about it, Gabe, you know what? She says that at the close of just about every press opportunity that she's had all summer, because, you know, and then now it impacts, your family, she said, mm-hmm. obviously with Coach T, she's been there seven years. This is family for her. And now it's impacting her family. And it's just, it's so crucial. And people just need to understand, you know, the health of others is is also something to be concerned with. I mean, sure. and then now all of a sudden when you are, are testing positive with COVID because you're walking around without a mask, now you're impacting all these other people. Uh, it's just so selfish is what she said as well. Which is true. And it's, it, it's it makes me so angry. And she was angry. And I was just, you know, clapping on the Zoom thing. I, you know, what, at what point do you just say, yeah, okay. I mean, here, here's the proof that you need to protect yourselves. But, you know, all the best to, to Coach Tebow. And now associate head coach, his son, Eric Tebow, will slide over a couple inches to a different <laughs> chair when they take on the New York Liberty on Friday. And... It's it's something where 
you know, I've been not recently in the last two years anyway, have not been in the practices, but I've been in the practices and he is, he is just magnificent in terms of the way he coaches, the way he explains things, the way he directs and organizes the players. It's not going to be um, foreign for him. He's not going to be fish out of water with this mm-hmm. situation. Um, Coach Tebow has taught him well over the years um, and he's been right by his side. So it's not going to be, oh my gosh, we have to do something totally new. And, yeah. and Eric alluded to that today saying, you know, we're not going to change how we run practice the rest of the week because of this, at this point in the season, why we don't need to, like, mm-hmm. we know what we have. Um, they will have Maisha Hines Allen and Ariel Atkins back huge. for Friday, which will make a huge difference, especially defensively um, for, for the team. So it's just unfortunate timing, like coach uh, Mike Tebow said, but Eric Tebow is more than ready. Yeah. Yeah. And Eric will do um, a fine job. I mean, I, you know, he, he definitely has a good grasp on the X's nose. He definitely knows his team really well. He definitely can, can step into this role. Obviously it's just, we're waiting almost for all, the next crisis here in Washington right. with this team. So it's like, you know, what, what happens when that next crisis comes, is this group ready to um, handle that? Is this group ready mm-hmm. to, to, to go about that without the person who has been at the head of the ship for so long? Um, right. personally, I, I think we both agree, like this team can do it and, and they're totally right. capable of it. Um, but it's that the, the game against New York, which mm. for all intents and purposes is going to decide the playoff, the eighth playoff spot, Mystics yeah. win that game. They are in yeah, or, uh, period. Right. So the, this is going to decide the playoffs to a certain extent because Minnesota also, they play Minnesota next. So right. I think we should get into the X's and O's here um, because I think we both agree that they, they totally can win it. Uh, yeah. the, the mystics can, they can, they can mm-hmm. get over this hump, but New York, New York's New York can, can also pull it together. I'm pretty, I, we haven't seen them play well in quite some time. Right. I mean, they've lost trying, they've lost four straight games. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been rough, a rough go of it for New York. They have Connecticut tonight. That's not, that's not great. Um, oh, but, and I do have, I do have some news to add about that, that Alyssa Thomas will most likely be playing in that game tonight. So continue. That's I, I heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah. We missed that part. Actually, no, we're going to, we're going to stick that at the end. We'll talk about Alyssa Thomas. Um, okay. But so what here, where's the matchup that you're looking for? Uh, Cause this, this New York team, obviously Tina is going to show up. This is her former yeah. team. But where else are, are the matchups that um, will really define this game that is extremely important for both teams? Well, I think anybody playing Tina Charles defensively is going to make a difference in this game. I mean, uh, you heard what she said after the first game mm-hmm. about you know her experience in New York in that situation and how that has fueled her in many ways. I just think that you don't need to really chalk up a lot of X's and O's when it comes to the, that kind of level of emotion that's going to be in place, not just to make the playoffs, but um, the former um, New York Liberty players, Tina Charles, Shavante Zellis, and Leilani Mitchell, for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. It's just going to be, I think it's going to be fun to watch, but I think if we are going to slice it and dice it down to X's and O's, the advantage for Washington clearly is in the paint. I think both teams shoot a high volume of threes, and obviously the easiest thing to say is, okay, whoever makes the most threes wins this game. 
And Which Eric Tebow said, I, it could, could be, be the case. It could be the case because neither team is going to be shy about taking them. Okay. Because they're uh, tops in the league in terms of threes attempted. So I think what it's going to come down to is, is rebounding. I think what it's going to come down to is denying touches in the paint and not allowing the high percentage shots while both teams will be heavy in, in terms of taking a lot of threes. I think it's going to boil down to what can you take away in terms of the higher percentage shots mm-hmm. that are made available. Number one. Okay. Uh, can you get deflections to passes going in? Can you pressure the guard? So passes don't go inside easily. That's going to be a key. And when it does go in there, how many shots are you allowing? Like no second or third chance opportunities. I think that is going to be a key, but I think more so for New York in that way. But I think matchup wise, I love hearing Natasha Cloud talk about the matchups and how, you know, Cloud didn't play the second time they played New York, Mm -hmm. but the first time she had Sabrina and she was like, it was a welcome to the W moment for her. I wanted her to feel me. And she did. And I just thought that she had that Sabrina in that game. She, she felt <laughs> she <her>. had it. <laughs> it was interesting. And it was interesting to hear her say today that Ariel Atkins would probably get that match um, with Sabrina. But, I, you know, that could get mixed around like they yeah. can all interchange. But um, I just think that's going to be intriguing to watch to see how how that changes um, for New York defensively against Washington. I mean, they do a ton of switching, especially in the second half of the season. Defensively, they have really been um, almost automatic switches on, on just about every action. So I think that's going to be something to really key in and pay attention to in, in terms of how they cover and if it's working well for them or not. And if it's not, what do they adjust to uh, playing straight up? Cause I mean, mm-hmm. Washington sets a lot of drag screens they pick and pop off of the drag action. I, I just think it's going to be interesting to see uh, what Walt does in those situations and and what Washington does to to counter all the switching that they're going to see. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think you mentioned the paint. Uh, one thing we should mention about this game is that Rashawn Gray is doubtful with a non-COVID illness. Right. Um, I think there, there is there like a flu or something going around in addition to this? I don't know. I don't We're know. not epidemiologists. Listen to them. Um, you should also get your flu shot, though, just for the record. And wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. But yeah. so here's the thing. So if Rashawn the Gray is not there, mm-hmm. this team loves to play small. And yeah. Kylie Shook has absolutely gotten it from Tina Charles this year. Uh, yeah. In, in their last game, which was a New York one, you have to, you have to count that. Uh, Tina had 31 and 16. Mm. 31 and 16. Not uh, not what you want in, in their first game to get uh, first game against um, New York. Tina merely put up 34 points and nine rebounds. I so, mean, pedestrian, pedestrian. So <laughs> the, the Mystics definitely have that down low. And I think if they're going to put mm-hmm. if New York is going to put Natasha Howard on um, Tina Charles, and it's just going to be I mean, I don't know what the strategy is, but the, the strategy should be get the ball to in the paint every single time because Natasha Howard as great of a defender as she is, she is foul prone. So I'd just yeah. be pounding that ball into Tina and letting her work and letting, you know, letting the chips fall where they may. If Tina, if, if Tina, if, if we're going to get to the playoffs, guess what? It's going to be on the back of Tina Charles. Yeah. Um, so that, that would be huge, but just the whole paint, the, the entire paint presence for the Mystics, for McCall, Charles, Plaisance, Myshines Allen, and how their guards get to the rim is going to be a right. huge um boon to them 
But I think defensively, uh, when when New York has the ball, I'm so interested in that guard matchup that you mentioned. Because um, uh, Benajelani is incredible. And she has played well against these Mystics before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I was... I thought it, I also thought it was curious um, that Natasha Cloud said that she would be on Benajelani because, I mean, mm. she absolutely stamped out Sabrina and Eskew in that first game. I mean, it, it, it seriously, it was like two yeah. games after the first triple double. I had just done a video on Sabrina and then boom, Natasha Cloud was, it was a blanket. You didn't, there was no space at all for mm-hmm. Sabrina to move. I just wonder right now, especially with, how New York, I mean, New York hasn't had a great offense, but most, a lot of their offenses come from Sabrina being much more aggressive than she was in yeah. the middle stretch of the season. I wonder how, you know, they might end up switching those back. I mean, cause Ariel Atkins is a great defender on her, in her own right. Um, right. But I just think it might, it might be a better, it might be a better matchup with cloud on an SQ. And I'm really, really interested in seeing that happen. Um, but yeah, so I, I think we have, we have a really, Nice matchup. I hope I'm. Um, I don't think it's going to come down to just the threes. I think it's probably going to come down more to um, just points in the paint. I mean, because when when New York's not going to win that battle, it's a matter of how much do they lose that battle by, and how much does Tina how much does Tina give it to them um, in the paint, and how much Natasha Howard can affect Tina on the other side. There you go. And I, I think you know with with New York, I mean, they attempt the most threes in the league. 28 a game. Washington right behind them by a hair, 27.4 attempts from three. New York makes nine. Washington, no, New York makes 10. Washington makes nine. So it's like the threes are going to go up. Um, But I think it's going to come down to, like you said, paint points. But I think honestly, like take that a step deeper. I think it's going to be the offensive glass. I think. Okay. Who can get to the offensive boards? Those threes, if they're not falling, those are going to be long rebounds. So the guards need to be great rebounders in this game. And they need to be the suppliers of second and third chance opportunities for the team. Like if you're getting and pounding the ball inside, those rebounds are going to come off short. So they're going to come off in the paint. Those threes, they're going to be going over the head of the post players and it's going to be to the guards. And they can't be standing out there ball watching, waiting for the post to do the mm-hmm. dirty work in the paint and it's not coming to them. So the guards are going to have to find bodies. The guards are going to have to do their work early. When that long shot goes up, they got to be head on a swivel, mm-hmm. trying to find a body to, to get themselves on and, and try to get second possessions and get a, a new 14 second shot clock. I think that's going to be the key in that game on Friday with those two teams. Yeah. I think it's specifically Washington's offensive class. Because yeah. you know New York doesn't really do the whole offensive rebounding thing; um, they just kind of opt out of the whole situation. Um, but although they did have eight, they did have eight against the Liberty. I mean, the Wings um, last game out. But in the in the two matchups yeah. here, um, so Washington got eleven uh, offensive rebounds in the first game to New York's three, and that was an easy Washington win. In the next game, it was eight. It was eight offensive rebounds to three. Mm-hmm. And Washington's hmm. favor, and just those three, you know, those three extra possessions give you a lot of things. Guess what? The yes. game ended up being a three-point game, and New York won. So right. I'm with you. I think the, those would be the things I'm watching. Just how how much can Natasha Howard stay on the court against Tina Charles and bother those shots, and how much can right. she help take Tina off the floor on the other end? Because that's what she really. I mean, it. You're not going to stop Tina if she's playing 
You know, if she's on the court, it's it's very difficult to stop her. It's much easier to stop her if she has three or four fouls. Um, exactly. So that's gonna that's gonna be a really interesting battles there. Um, do you want do you want to make a pick? Let's make a pick. Who are you gonna pick? I, I'm gonna go with with Washington because so. Natasha Cloud pretty much guaranteed that. So yeah. <laughs> she guaranteed the she guaranteed the finals when they won in 2019. <laughs> I'm not betting against Natasha Cloud playing with confidence and. And she's already said, you know, that's that's a key factor for them. And New York, like you said, I mean, they they have this four game losing streak coming um, into. I was this. wrong, by the way. It's actually not was four it? games. It's seven games. Seven. Yeah. Seven. That's not great. Seven. Okay. So I mean, Washington doesn't want this to be a do game. Like, well, we're due for a win. Yeah. And and have it be, you know, for all the marbles to get into the playoffs. I just think if you're talking about momentum and trending the way Washington played at Chicago and got that win and they were not, they did not have Atkins. They did not have Myesha Hines Allen and Della Don's only played two and a half games this year. They obviously did not have her place on not hundred percent. I mean, they have, I mean, everyone needed a couple of days off, you know, to start this week They have all this rest going into it. And as we said earlier, New York and Connecticut play tonight. So pretty much a quick turnaround for the libs. I, and, you know, and I'm not, I'm not just saying that because, you know, we live in this DMV area. I'm just going by trends and no. momentum. And right now the way Washington is playing with desperation. Okay. Gabe with desperation and purpose on every single possession on both sides and whether or not it's a perfect possession or perfectly executed, the passion is there. There's, mm-hmm. there's something urgent about the way that they're playing. And I'll take that over anything like body language, um, energy in huddles. Um, and I know coach Tebow won't be there, but there was that shot at the end of the quarter. Leilani hit the three and coach T gave her a high five. And yeah. it was just like, I hadn't seen him ever do that. That is, and not, you know, he's energetic, but he, yeah. she was right in front of him. And it was at the, the buzzer of the quarter. And it was so great. I, I don't know. That kind of energy, you cannot measure that. That's yeah. not an X or an O, okay? That's, that's just an intangible. But it's, it's quality. It's a quality intangible that you have to have if you want a playoff spot. The last spot. Are you kidding? The last spot. So I'm going with momentum, and I'm going with D.C., I'm going with DC. I'm, I think uh, part of that is also their experience. Like all of these players have gone to the playoffs. Well, yeah. most of them um, have got, have been on this team getting to the playoffs, made big plays and big moments. Um, yeah. And I also just, I mean, look, this is not the defense, uh, the perimeter defense you want to have to to try to get your guards back going. Like this is not going to be fun for them. As we just mentioned, look, the matchups yeah. matter. The, the matchups on who's on who matters, but guess what? They saw the, the mystics still have Ariel Atkins and Natasha cloud. Um, and that's, you know, that's a tough, tough ask for players yeah. who, um, you know, New York just, I know they had that the nice stretch early and just hasn't mm-hmm. come together. Been a lot of injuries. Um, I'm, I'm, I, as I mentioned, I am excited that Sabrina has gotten, you know, more aggressive because it, this team, this team has some talent. I mean, Benajah Laney yeah. is, you know, earlier in the year was the MVP candidate. Um, I think she yeah. should be up for, for some all WNBA team consideration. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
it's just not there for them right now. And I'm, I think going against this team with the offensive advantages that the mystics have in the paint and the defensive advantages they have on the perimeter, it just is, it it should be a mystics win. However, we have gone into many games this season with the mystics (laughs) and thought, Hey, this should be a win, right? Not so fast, not so fast friends. So it's, uh, it's definitely up there. I'm, I'm wondering who's going to be the favorite. Um, I'm guessing the mystics will probably be a close favorite. I'm guessing like a three point favorite in that one, but we'll, we'll see how it goes because again, that's for pretty much all the marbles. The mystics do have a game against Minnesota after that. Um, the New York plays Connecticut tonight and Connecticut, you know, they could pack it in. They already have the one seed. That doesn't seem to be, that doesn't, that's not their whole thing in Connecticut. I don't know if you've noticed, um, yeah. so they're, they're going to show up. I'm oh, guessing. They're yeah, show no up. question. I had, um, I was on the, on the call yesterday after practice with, uh, Kurt Miller oh, yep. and, and Connecticut. And he said, uh, someone asked that question kind of about, yeah. you know, Hey, you already have the number one seed. You don't want to get anybody hurt. And he said, listen, you can get hurt in one minute or in 23 minutes. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, that's not how we can't play it safe like that. And I understand that because there is something also to be said, rest over rust and all that. You want to have good continuity, especially if Alyssa Thomas is returning to the floor. So I just thought that was interesting um, for him to say, you know, it could be one minute or 23 minutes. Like, you know, injuries unfortunately happen randomly. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many minutes uh, players are on the court. So, I mean, we'll see, but I, maybe there is maybe a, a limit that they'll be on the floor and not necessarily, you know, to avoid injury, but to keep the continuity going. I mean, they've won yeah. a thousand games in a row. Like <laughs> they don't want to lose that. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I, I think they won 12 games in a row, almost. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I agree. I mean, to me, you know, I always think of this and this is an NFL reference. So if people want to check out for like 15 seconds, it's fun. But uh, do you, there was a time when the jets played the Bengals for a wild card spot. And I believe the the thing was if the Bengals won, they would mm-hmm. have um, knocked the Jets out of the playoffs. Instead, the Bengals rest all their players. The Jets beat them in that game. Then they have to play the Bengals in the next in the next game, which is in the playoffs. And guess what happens? The huh? Jets win again. So you don't ever want to give anybody confidence. It there is unlikely go. that Connecticut is going to see New York in the playoffs. Don't take the chance. Just right. just play. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not the thirty whatever minutes. I, I'm not sure. I think John Cole's playing. You know, if you told me she was playing thirty nine minutes, I believe you. I know that's not true. <laughs> but it, uh, maybe not like thirty four minutes, but like maybe hey, like twenty nine. Just get them a good right. run. Keep keep them active. Try to win that game. Um, so that's what I'm guessing we're going to see from Connecticut. But can we? Yeah. Let's talk about Alyssa Thomas right here. Yeah. That so. How is this possible? I don't understand. I don't know if you gleaned anything from this press conference yesterday as to how it is possible, like physically possible, that someone could come back from an Achilles in eight months. That's insane. First of all, when you you said person, um, Alyssa Thomas is is built differently. I mean, she played with two torn labrums in her shoulders for years, okay, year round. Okay, Um, back to the subject. I mean, Alyssa Thomas is the hardest worker in the history of the game. I'm going to go ahead and say that. And not that's not slighting anyone else. But if you can come back, first of all, when Connecticut came to D.C., 
Megan McPeak, my partner uh, in the booth, she said that Alyssa Thomas went through a full lather of a workout prior to that game with Avi Story, one of their assistant coaches, and was running the full court like nothing was wrong with her. And I was like, are you kidding? And she said, no, like straight up. She looked like <laughs> Alyssa from last year, like running like the A train that she is. And I just, and she didn't have any, you know, there's no KT tape that, I mean, I couldn't see it if it was under the sock, whatever, but she didn't have a brace on. She mm -hmm. was just out there running like the wind. And to me, it's just incredible. And to hear Kurt Miller say she looked great in practice and we're very optimistic with her getting back on the floor. And I think everybody took out their collective mm -hmm. like iPad and like started <laughs> tweeting away because it's uncommon. It is something that uh, defies all uh, calendar prognostications yeah. from any kind of medical field, uh, doctor, sports person. I don't know. Like, to me, it's just insane in a great way that she's been cleared, that she looks great um, and just phenomenal. But I just think it speaks to who she is in terms of her work ethic and what she's been able to do with her body. And, and to get back on the floor, not just to like get back to practice and full contact, but to play in games when your team is already, like you said, ripped off 12 wins in a row. I mean, you don't want to come in and disrupt anything either. That's what I was going to ask you. That was my next question. How <laughs> okay. do you make sure this doesn't mess up what you've had going? You were the best team in the league by a good amount. Las Vegas is there too, but Connecticut right now is above everyone. Tell straight wins. I everything you said about Alyssa Thomas is, is yeah. true. She's an amazing player. If she is healthy, she's going to help this team win. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. What a, what a beast, what an animal, just like an insane Killer. person, regardless yeah. of all that. How do you make sure you can incorporate someone like Alyssa Thomas, who has a very specific skill set and who, yeah. you know, typically has had the ball in her hands for over the last three years, more than everyone else besides John Cole Jones on this team. Right. Maybe do yeah. whatever. Um, how do you make sure that you can bring her in and it doesn't screw up what you already have? I guess you have two games to figure it out, but that's not a lot. Right. Well, if you think about it, I mean, last year in the bubble, John Quell wasn't there, but Alyssa was. And now mm -hmm. this year, especially during this stretch, John Quell has been a double double machine as she should be. She has been um, there, certainly. She is the one, right? Um, so now I guess it's what we wanted to see last year. and We didn't get with both of them being on the floor at the same time. And then the emergence of Bree Jones. I mean, Brianna Jones is just a, a phenomenal weapon to have in the yeah. paint. And then now you're talking about her with John Quell and Alyssa. Listen, um, that's a problem for opponents. I don't care. Uh, chemistry, uh, notwithstanding, like we're not talking about just pure basketball IQ. And that's what Kurt Miller was talking about, the basketball IQ of both Alyssa Thomas and Bree Jones mm -hmm. and, and how they are just elite that way. I think it's going to be seamless, honestly. Okay. I think, you know, they have, she's been practicing. So it's not like, okay, you've been taking shots on the side. Now here's the game. No, she's been working with the team. So I think that whatever chemistry we're, we're talking about, I think they've they've worked on it. Um, and the way Kurt Miller says we're optimistic. So I'm like, clearly she's blended in pretty easily <laughs> or the coach, he wouldn't say that. He was like, well, 
you know, we're still working on some chemistry thing. He did not say that. He said, she looked good. (laughs) And I was like, she did. Oh my God. I think everyone's face was like, she looked good. Like she's out there five V five with contact ready to ball in a game. I'm like, let's go then. Let's, Hey, let's, let's see it. So I don't think, I think if he had been concerned, I would have been concerned about chemistry, but the fact that he didn't bring it up, I'm like, I think she's ready to go. And yeah, the team is ready to go with her. The team's ready yeah. to go with her too. It's just a little bit about how you change tactically um, mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is going to be a big difference in their spacing. Uh, I was just thinking about when you were talking, like this is a perfect Bill Beer team. I think this is the most, this is one of the most Bill Beer teams I've ever seen. And he's not coaching it. Um, yeah. But it's just like it, this big bruising force that is like, now, truly, truly, like we in 2019, they were they they yeah. beat you up. It wasn't fun to play them, and now yeah. it's like they're out to they're out to kill you. Like this, yeah. we're either gonna win or we're gonna take you down with us. Um, yeah. So I I love this team. I'm really excited for Connecticut. I also want to talk about Seattle and Phoenix because that's another massive game. But there was some news that I think would interest you, um, yeah. Christy Lisa Byington. New uh, TV play-by-play for the Milwaukee Bucks. I just saw. It. I know. I you know what she she gave me a little ring on the oh. phone uh, the <laughs> other day, and I you know you know it's hard for me to keep from percolating good news about good friends, great <laughs> friends. But oh my gosh, it hit so. I was in tears, happy tears when when Lisa Byington told me. I mean, a history maker once again. Oh my gosh, it's going to make me start crying again. But anyway, <laughs> no, Lisa, Lisa knows I love her and I'm so proud of everything that she's done and what a great summer she had. I, you know, I always give her her flowers and, and, you know, I just respect her so much for everything that she does, uh, not just with basketball, college football, you know, NBA, WNBA, mm-hmm. like everything, everything. Um, but now to just crack that ceiling, Gabe, to be the first play-by-play in the history of the NBA uh, as a woman and a dynamic woman. Indeed. I I'm just, I'm over the moon um, with joy for her and thrilled for her. And Oh my gosh, it hit the the news. She was like, I wanted to tell you before it hit the, <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, the screaming in the house. And I couldn't say anything other than amazing. <laughs> like that's amazing. I couldn't come up with any other words, but uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just beyond thrilled for her. And, you know, my younger son, Jordan has a, uh, a Giannis Jersey. I told her I would like put that on if I could <laughs> fit into it <laughs> and, and, and walk around in it, uh, you know, in the house or something, but yeah, I'm, I'm super happy for Lisa B. That's my girl, man. That's my she girl. That's my girl. Deser- deservedly. So I'm very excited <laughs> to watch uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks games on NBA yeah. league pass this year. Uh, and listen to her and listen to her because she, she did, she did an amazing job, an amazing job during the Olympics, amazing job on the big 10 network. Um, so very excited for her. Um, and, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see her come NBA season, but yes, for now, sorry, I did. I saw that. I was like, Christy definitely has thoughts on this and I need to, I I need to ask her. Um, (laughs) So back to, back to Phoenix and Seattle, another big game. Uh, this is on Friday. I'm guessing it's at some ungodly hour. It's probably like <laughs> 1 a.m. or something. Um, but Seattle Phoenix, basically, this is for um, the three seed, five seed range. So mm-hmm. it's it's important for obvious reasons because this is the um, 
the spot where you go from having your home, your home playoff game or having to go down to the five, the five through eight matchups. So you're going to have to have two um, single elimination games instead of one. So yeah. huge, huge game here um, for Seattle and Phoenix. Seattle, obviously, without Brianna Stewart. Yeah. Don't, but this is why this game is even more important because mm. she was supposed to be reevaluated for the playoffs, right? That was the language that we heard from that Seattle. That was the language. Yeah. Yeah. But she, she um, but you got three less days if you lose this game, essentially, not, not fully, but if you lose this game to Phoenix, essentially, yeah. there is, um, you're going to be in that five spot. And if that happens, you're, you have three less days to get Brianna Stewart healthy. And I'm not sure this team can win even in that first round, let's say against the Washington mm-hmm. Mystics, without Brianna Stewart. I'm not sure at this point because mm-hmm. it, it's been a rough time with Seattle for a lot of the post-Olympic um, break, just in terms of waiting to see them be that really great team. And then they just got right. absolutely hammered 81-53 to oh L.A., God. a team yeah. that cannot score. Their de- LA's defense is great. They can't really score. You get up 81 points and you only score 53. Like, yeah. Do you believe at all in Seattle to get the job done on Friday? I think it's going to be tough without Stewart. I mean, she is just such a linchpin for them. But, you know, speaking of LA, I mean, they're third in the league in defensive efficiency, but offensively, they were not very efficient going into that game, but just were just on fire. Neko Gumake was like, Neko Gumake. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I just think that the whole team was clicking. The whole team was clicking. And, uh, you know, for Seattle. Yeah, but don't tell me nothing about no 53 points. You can't score 53 points in a game and then yeah. come back to me and tell me the other team was playing great. I'm sorry. You yeah. Have to, I, you have to eat that. That's, that's bad. Yeah, that's points? pretty bad. 53 for the game. Yeah, I hear you. But I think, you know, sometimes, you know, when you take a player out of the mix and I'm not giving Seattle an excuse, I'm just giving them a real, a dose of reality. And like what, what I see, this is what it is. Like when you take a player like that off of the floor and we're talking about continuity and chemistry with Alyssa Thomas coming into the mix. Well, the same could be said 180 when you take a player like Stewart out of the mix, right? I mean, mm-hmm. now your whole dynamic has changed. Your whole flow of offense has changed. Um, you know, I, I just think that was a part of it as well. Yeah, of course. But 50, I know, but 53 points is 53 points. But I, mean, I lost also, by 26, you know, <laughs> 28. I feel you. But I think, I mean, maybe it's not all 28 of those points, you know, is the difference. But I think at least half of that was due to her not being on the floor. I mean, she's a shot blocker. She's a rebounder, too. It's not just her scoring that was missing. It was her presence on defense. It was, you know, the way she rebounds the ball. I, I just think there were other components of her game that oh yeah, that were missing in that, in that particular contest against L.A. And then think- it didn't help that L.A. was hot, like, no. on, top of, on top of all that, you know? So, yeah. But do you think they can figure out, like, can they, you know, they had a week, right? This was a week ago, this game, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. They have a, they've had a week. How do you even attempt to figure this out? Because you can't just say, oh, well, Stewart's out. So we're, we, you know, going to pack it in and lose by 28 in the next two games. And hopefully we'll be back to the playoffs. Like, it, no, like this is not, a, this is not an okay situation for this franchise. Yeah. And let me tell you, let me tell you, like, 
I, I know I'm being animated and it sounds a little crazy right now, but it's because this is low key one of the most important games in this franchise's history, right? Because all right, let's let's play out the scenario. They Seattle loses against Phoenix. They're in the five mm-hmm. seed. They get to mm-hmm. they get to September 23rd when the playoffs start. Stewart's not ready, right? Maybe she had those extra those three days. She's she may be ready. She's not ready on on the first round of the playoffs. They lose in the first round of the playoffs. Guess what? Sue Bird, Jewel Lloyd, and Brianna Stewart are all free agents. And what you're selling to them is a team that barely, barely uh, got a home playoff game and then lost said home playoff game heading into this this offseason. So, like, this, like, there's a lot of chips on the table for Seattle. And to me, I'm really, I'd be really, really concerned as a Storm fan or or just someone who who really likes this team because – where where do you how do you begin to replace Brianna Stewart without Natasha Howard without Alicia Clark without all of the players that they don't have now like I don't even know how you even start that process mm-hmm. so I don't know I mean do you have do you have any ideas here no pray pray <laughs> I think I'm right pray to whatever God I think I'm you see me shaking my head like oh I don't see anything and the, and the thing about that is. I mean, to that magnitude, do they have two or three players who can collectively bring you what mm-hmm. Brianna Stewart brings to the table? Possibly. But can they be consistent with that effort for four quarters against a team like Phoenix, who's going to be launching those shots? And I don't know. It's got to be it's got to be a consistent collective effort by at least, I would say, two maybe three players that can match the production level that Brianna Stewart would bring to the team. And that's on both sides. That's not just, I'm not talking about bucket getters. I'm talking about who's going to also rebound. Who's going to also get deflections. Who's going to also block shots. And then we can talk about the scoring because I think, you know, nowadays these kids, sorry, I had to say (laughs) it like that. It is all about offense. It's all about yeah. offense, but you can impact the game on defense. And if you get three purpose-filled minded approach players in that game, they can make a difference. If they just dial it all the way up in terms of their focus on that side of the court, I mean, the buckets will come from those stops that they create. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that needs to be talked about more um, than maybe, Anna. you know, how many buckets can make up for Stuart being out. I mean, it's not just our buckets, man. How many stops can you generate by dialing it up and really lock in on defense? We need those three steals. It could be, it could be a um, one possession game, but it's because of the the one steal that you got or the two steals that you got that tip the scale. So you got to be ravenous in terms of your defense. and, And that has to be the key for Seattle. I mean, just across the board, but they need at least, two or three to be playing out of their minds on the defensive end to make up for her absence. So, sounds like you're calling on Jordan Canada. Cause that's, that's the player who does that. Like really, like really, really look at this <laughs> roster. Yeah. And there's not yeah. that many defensive stalwarts here. Like this, is, this is not a team that has a great defensive depth. That's not how they don't have great depth period, but like Jordan yeah. Canada's got to step up on the defensive end. Kaylee Samuelson's got to step up on the offensive end. Do I trust both of those players to do that at potentially the highest level they've ever been asked to do that? I don't know. And the, and the other problem is you're running into this Phoenix team that mm. is playing good basketball. They're yeah. playing they're playing some really good basketball. 
recently. And, you know, I, I just think they, they, I think Mercedes Russell can help, you know, hold off Brittany Griner. I don't know yeah. how confident, as I was saying that sounds less confident, um, <laughs> but yeah, it is a tough, this is a tough task because I don't know. I just don't think you want to get with this team, with this, with this group of people without Brianna Stewart, how much can you, um, how much can you really keep up with Phoenix's offense? Yeah. Third best offense in the league and they're healthy uh, and right. they're getting healthier and they're, and they're growing and they're more as a team. So it's like, do you, do you really mm-hmm. want to get in a shootout with them? Cause that might be what you have to do. Um, so d- can you do that? I don't, th- I don't think so. I wouldn't bet on that. Um, and I don't well, think they have the defense to really hold them back. So now it's become a situation where it's like, well, I don't see a way forward really for Seattle to win this game. Yeah. Have, I mean, I think, Oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, the way forward, probably, as I was saying, I was like, well, they have Sue Bird and Jewel Lloyd. <laughs> it I works out. Just those two Olympians. Um, I, I, you know, I, I just think, you know, you, you asked me what you miss in, um, over this last week or so of, of games and things. And I mean, Erica Wheeler and, and Sue Bird, did you see the highlight of that? I did see the highlight of that. Okay. Plenty of, well, plenty I mean, not that that's going to, I mean, yeah. It's just, uh, oh. In fairness anyway. to Sue, in fairness to Sue, she tripped. But it doesn't make it that much better because she tripped no. because of the move. But whatever. Yeah. Sorry. And, and, it, and it went viral. Oh, anyway. But she um, ate it so hard. Boy, do have a, she just she, like it was like you ever fall and just like you hit like your face breaks the fall. No, that was what I it was for that. Sue. I, I don't Thank I, God, I, I, never I wonder if that. someone got asked her about that um, on the press conference. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love we, you, Sue. Sue, we love you. It was just she was it was just it, it was unfortunate. I'm so, but we love you and it's not, we're not hazing you or anything. And you probably are joking about it too. I mean, knowing you, I mean, I don't think you're like mad anyway. I hope you're not mad, but it was, it was quite a fall. Gee. Um, but anyway, um, anyway, back on, on subject, <laughs> but with, with Seattle, I think obviously with players like Sue Bird and with a player like Jewel Lloyd, who can get monster numbers mm-hmm. at a drop of a hat. I mean, they're going to need that. I mean, obviously. And I think Sue knows that, um, you know, when they played in that um, commissioner's cup game, you know, there, when there is something to play for and not mm-hmm. that you need that every game, but when there's something to play for the cream rises. Right. And we saw that with Seattle against Connecticut in that game and they blew the doors off. So I think there's a lot to be said for experience I mean, I don't want to count Seattle out because of that. Um, but it's going to be awfully hard to, to generate what Brianna Stewart brings. And it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, what Jordan Canada can do defensively to try to change the, the groove that they need to be in to win. Um, but Diana Tarazi, you're talking about health, like she had a bad ankle, you know, but I think she'll be able to. She's a toughie. She's she's Mamba esque with her mentality. I, I think she'll be able to to tap in and and go hard in that game. I mean, again, there's something to play for. This is like you know, this will will really dictate the road that they'll have in the postseason. Yeah, and and that that's and how enough. short like, that road may be. Exactly. I mean, come on. I mean, that's all on the line. And I don't know, just the Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi dynamic of it all is also going to be fun to watch. I mean, wasn't it a couple of years ago and they battled it out 
down mm-hmm. the stretch in the playoffs and, and Seattle got over the hump. 18, 2018. I think it was 18. Yep. And the year Seattle won it, but it was a hard fought game. And Sue had like this crazy second half, but that game was insanely good. So I think looking at it that way with those two being best friends, five gold medals each. <laughs> I mean, there are layers to that game that, you know, we, I don't know if we can examine all of them, but I mean, that's one that I'm looking forward to, the two of them going at it. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited about it. But I'm going to make a prediction right here. This is going to be a blowout. <laughs> Phoenix is going to blow Seattle out. It's not going to be close. It ain't going to be 28 points. I, you, can't, you can only lose by 28 points once, I think, if you're a team that's this good. But I don't, I don't think it's going to be close. I think, you know, I, I think Br- Griner may have a rough game just because Seattle has people to throw at her. Um, right. But I think Skylar Ding Smith's going to eat. I think Diana Tross is going to eat. I think um, Brianna Turner is going to have a nice game. Kia Nurse, yeah. give me some Kia Nurse. Um, give me some Bria Hartley. I want to see her get some more minutes. She's still coming back from the injury. But hopefully this, is a, hopefully this is a, a game that she can get in. And if they do that, um, then there's like some scenarios. Just go to herhoopstats.substack.com. There's a really good article on there about telling you like where people go. I didn't. I was not going to explain all of that because I knew I was going to get confused. And then those get derailed the podcast. So... <laughs> Just just go and read Jacob and uh, Calvin's article over there on herhoopstats.substack.com. And follow us on Twitter at herhoopstats. Just do that. And yeah. at Gabe underscore Ibrahim. You can see my dog's picture there. And Christy's oh. at Christy W. Scott 51 on Twitter and Instagram, where it's all ball right. all the time, unless she's talking about her kids, which is That's also right. all the time. <laughs> I know true. this. 45 <laughs> episodes in. I got it. That's what we do over here. But That's sorry. Right. <laughs> I interrupted our discussion to do that. What's your Seattle Phoenix prediction? Man, I'm going to go with Phoenix. And I think it's going to be close too. But I just think it's really going to be predicated on, like I said, on the defense that Seattle can can generate, you know, some easy scores off of. Um, and can they do it consistently enough to win it? I, I just don't. I just don't know. But I also thought Connecticut was going to win the Commissioner's Cup. Because I thought that Seattle was going to have tired legs and they just served. So I, you know, I'm going to go Phoenix in a close, maybe two possession win, not a blowout, like you said, but I'm just going to go if, if Phoenix has all of their players right there in the stable, ready to, you know, lift up the bar and sprint. I'm going with Phoenix to win at the end at the line. I'm going with Phoenix. I think at some point somewhere, on some platform, I picked Phoenix to win the title. So I guess I'm defending my pick, but I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't remember anything that happened. This season has felt like last season felt like a blink of an eye. This season to me has felt like four four seasons in one. <laughs> Just like I have no clue what happened earlier. Um, but I, I do think Phoenix takes that pretty easily. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that, that'll bring us to no games on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday, um, we got a whole slate of games, and we'll see which one of those matters, which ones of them don't. I mean, Phoenix, yeah. Las Vegas could matter. Minnesota, Washington could have big implications. Mm-hmm. Sparks, wings. Like, we got a whole slate of stuff on Sunday. But sit, Friday night is the night you got to be glued to your couch. I'd yeah, say. Friday night, man. Hey, listen, Friday night. And guess what? I, I'll be on that game, the Twitter game, the New York-Washington oh, yeah? game. I'll be there. So. It's going to be on Twitter. You're going to New York? I'm going to New York. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout you out on the Twitter. <laughs> I'm on there. I'll try, with, to, I try with, to get on the camera somehow. <laughs> get on there. Going to Brooklyn. I love it. But I will be on there with uh, Angel Gray. She does the Atlanta Dream game, yeah, yeah. so the two of us will be on, and um, that's gonna be the one. Listen, and I love that it's on Twitter because you know on a Friday night you might be out at dinner. And you can just prop your phone right mm-hmm. there on the little candle, whatever, or the flower or something and watch the game. So um, I love all Fel- the uh, wait, fellas, if you're going on a date, don't do that. <laughs> just, no, do that. Yeah. Because if you're with, a you know, a baller mom, like we're going to lean over and try well, to watch and see what the score is. Right? I, if you you got to know this, you got <laughs> KYP, right? Know your personnel, know who you're on the date with before you whip out that phone and prop it up That's on right. the table. If she's cool with it, you know, yeah, if whoever yeah. you are with is cool with it, <laughs> amazing. But don't make sure they're cool with it before you do it, because that could be a that could be a date ender very quickly. That's just what yeah, I, yeah, my yeah. two said. Have yeah, I done that on a date? That... Oh, what what? Have I done that on a date? Yes, yes, I have. Oh. Did it go well? No, no, it did not. Oh, I do it with so my wife gotta... all the time, but because <laughs> she's my wife now. Yeah, get you somebody who can do both, honey, and, and find out ahead of time. <laughs> That's the way you have to do that. Hey, Wifey, now your personnel. Hey, Oh, I love that. That's all. Awesome. Oh my god! Yeah, or you can, or you can KYB. Know your boo. Yeah, know, know your, your boo. So <laughs> you do it. That's right. <laughs> well, well. On that note, newly married Gabe, we are going to uh, shut the lights off. We don't have to go home, but we got to get up out of here and turn the lights off in the stadium where we're at, sitting courtside <laughs> with Christy and Gabe on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. Oh man, I can't wait to chop it up next week to talk about what is going to happen headed into the WNBA playoffs. We'll check you all out next time. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.